Blog Talk Radio. Great joy and good afternoon, my friend. The Nepalese Meditation Bowl is chiming, centering your mind and delight on the art of the CEO, the show that brings you the most fascinating and really the most helpful leaders in the business community from around our terrestrial orb. I am Bart Jackson, your Hieronymus Bosch of business. And this day's question, my friend, is how good are you at negotiating? And the answer for all of us is not as good as you could be, but you might are about to get one heck of a lot better. And leading us as our Virgil through the Stygian swamps of some very real negotiating moils and toils is the master negotiator and expert on body language, the voyeur of body language, I call him, our expert, Mr. Greg Williams, that globally in-demand speaker to major CEOs who instructs, writes, and performs his magical negotiative artistry on everyone from, oh, Fortune 100 mergers to quarreling motion picture divas. Fascinating. So whether you are an entrepreneurial advisor who is trying to convince the 60 million Americans how to age brilliantly, like Jerry, or you're a clothes retailer striving to glean the thriftiest products for his 80 stores, like James, pull your chair up a little closer and partake of our Feast of Wisdom, all carefully cuisined to make your career thrive and your ventures flourish. Now, Greg, it's it's really I'm I'm so glad you could come back with us uh, to learn about all your new enterprises and your writings, and uh, also the that vital art of negotiative mastery that you so kindly share with us. And uh, so, Greg, I'm going to ask you uh, a couple of thoughts here. I I we have some real situations, and so I. Uh, First of all, I understand you've gone Hollywood on us now. You're dealing with film producers uh, to help them make movies run smoothly and get everyone on the same side of the table. Now, we don't want you to betray any confidences, but uh, could you give us a glimpse into the glitz? I mean, tell us, what are some of the major issues that have to get ironed out to make a motion picture? Well, first of all, thank you for welcoming me back to the show, Bart. It's truly a pleasure to be here again. And some of the nuances that you have to be aware of, and it occurs in any negotiation, is the fact that people want different aspects to occur in the negotiation for the outcomes that they seek. And thus, to the degree Hmm. that you not only hear what they say, but by reading body language, understand the emphasis that they're placing upon one request versus another, you gain insight into exactly how you can negotiate with that person. Let me give you an example, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Uh, in one particular situation with one particular movie producer, uh, it was stated that they wanted credits in the movie for parts of the crew that normally did not get such credits. And let's say we went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then in the end, what turned out to be the case was this uh, individual was requesting payments from the others for such placement. And it was Ah, like, you sneak an entrepreneur. Yeah, exactly, right? But the point is. Uh, You have to dig deeper than just what appears to be on the surface when you're negotiating, and therein lies one particular situation where we found out what the real source of motivation was behind that individual's actions. Ah, yes. Cash moves great mountains, particularly with uh, (laughs) some people for whom that's the most important thing in the world. Well, uh, now that we're sort of set up, 
Listen, why don't we just jump right into some of, some of the uh, common and uh, most anxiety-laden workplace negotiations. Let's talk about mm-hmm. the pay raise and promotion pitch. Now, we, we have one listener who uh, talked to me, called in, and told me that her immediate superior and she are, are real buddies. They're friendly. He likes her work. He doesn't rave about it, but he definitely values her. And she is approaching her boss for basically the next slot up the ladder that with, with better pay. So my question to you is, what's the best possible prep, the best attitude, and how should and what should she be trying to read off of this boss when she walks into the room? Well, first of all, my motto is, Bart, as you know, you're always negotiating. That what you do today mm-hmm. influences any particular outcomes that might occur tomorrow. And that particular situation, she needs to know what her boss's goals really are. Does he also want to move ah. up the ladder? What will it take for that to occur? And then determine how she can play a role in assisting him in doing so, but even more so, letting him know that she has what I term intrinsic value towards him achieving his goals. Therefore, she becomes ah. more valuable in his eyes, number one, and number two, depending mm-hmm. upon the lead time in which she wants to get a promotion, she could start putting plans in place now, i.e. doing any extra work uh, as he would view it as being uh-huh. an added value, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, gotcha. and positioning herself, even with the coworkers that he feels as though he's spending additional time with, if that be the case, uh, she can offer to take that one. The point is, try to enhance the perspective that he has of her adding value to him by eliminating either that which would cause him not to be able to move as fast as he otherwise could or enhance his Ah. operations by allowing him to move faster. That's fabulous. As we all know, it uh, pay raises do not come as easily to the, the common man as they do to Congress. So, uh, with all that teasingly <laughs> to tasteful mosh at uh, our Feast of Wisdom, I think it's time for me now to fulfill my duties as proper host and lay before you a few utensils for furthering today's feast. And so the first utensils I always do. Allow me to remind each of you hearing my voice that the good Lord has gifted you with the title and privileges of Chief Executive Officer of yourself. And since that's really the most important position you'll ever hold in your career, allow me to ask, will this be the day that you take an honest look at the image you convey around the office or the job site and ask, is this the way I want to be and the way I want to be seen? Or will you continue to sort of second-guess what will win approval in your peers' eyes? The choice, my friend, is truly, truly yours. And as a second utensil, I can sense your absolute craving to steep your lips into a little laughter and taste a scriptural recitation from the 102 Best Business Quips book. So I have it right here, and I am thumbing through. Mr. Preparation here. Oh, oh, here we go, here we go. This is number 89. I love this one. Uh, Small men... Seek to outachieve their fellows. Great men seek to outachieve their dreams. What do you think? Is that so, Greg? Oh, it's definitely so. And here's the thing when we were kids, we had no type of restrictions upon our dreams. If we wanted to fly, we could fly. We could do anything we wanted to. And thus, those dreams allowed us to reach a little further than we otherwise might have done so because we did not encumber our minds with a I can't do that type of mentality. In today's environment, 
you have to maintain the same environment of mental thought of a mental thought process that says I can, as opposed to ah maybe I can, oh I can't, or something of that nature. And here's the point, Bart. The point is, yeah. to the degree that you think you can, you can. To the degree that you think you can't, you can't. Always dream a whole heck of a lot bigger than you think you can become, and thus, even if you don't become as big as you think you can be, you'll be a lot bigger than you are. I think you're right. I think I have spent my whole life trying to be as good as my wife thinks I should be, uh, and that, which is a whole other issue. But, but you are right. And, and the monitoring, and as an afterthought, you know, the monitoring of accomplishments always forces your head down to, to, and gets you distractively looking at the horse beside you. And really, as you're saying, concentrate on the real powerhouse, that seething potential that lies within. Anyway, if you smirk a bit over that part. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, yes, sir. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me just add something to that also. No matter yeah. to what degree someone says you do or don't have value, you have value. You are, as you said, the CEO of your own life, and thus to the degree you, that you see yourself more than someone else sees you, you can once again become more than others expect from you. Ah, truly put. A quill pen moment. I'd like you all to dip your pens in the in your inkwell and scribble that timeless truth down from Greg Williams. You are. You have the capability. Well, anyway, if you smirked a bit over that quip, you may thank the folks at Man Consulting, placing that Man Consulting is, is run by Sharon Mann, who places the top legal and C-suite talent in the most fulfilling and exciting environs. And if you'd like a bit more laughter, we have them literally by the books full. Just visit bartsbooks.com and pick up your copies of a 102 best and 101 best business quips. And as a third utensil, uh, and we will sumptuously spoon you the answer to last week's business quotation. That is, um, the name of the author who said, stopping advertising to save money is like stopping your watch to save time. I love that. Those words were spoken by uh, the car manufacturer who made models A through S before hitting it big with a Model T, that's Mr. Henry Ford, said, stick with us because later in the show, blurting your way comes yet another enriching quotation. And if you are among the learned souls who knows the author of that quote, scribble that sage's name down as you believe him or her to be and email it right off to info at bartsbooks.com. And if you are correct, your knowledge will earn you a cerebrally swelling gift <laughs> from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. But enough of that. With utensils in hand, let's continue through the mire and baggage-laden environs of negotiating with our very practical and revealing guide, Mr. Greg Williams. Greg, now we know uh, that, that you're the body language man, an expertise which must make you real foot at mixers. But anyway... To uh, so in keeping with, with the same lady, uh, she walks into the uh, same pitch, same situation. She's trying to get the promotion. How should she physically make her pitch? What should she be physically conveying as the promotion candidate when she walks in? Well, number one, let's talk about the colors that she might wear. Now, not knowing Ooh. her environment, I'm going to make some general statements. She can either wear dark green, which symbolizes mm -hmm. money growth, or, or depending upon like the that. environment, it might be some tone of red, which symbolizes power oh. in and of itself. Let's also talk wow. about the physiological presence that she's going to project into 
that particular environment. It has to be one whereby it's one of confidence. Now, Bart, listen mm-hmm. to the tonality of my voice, and I'll demonstrate that by doing so. Uh, hello, James. Uh, I just came in today to talk about what's on our agenda for the meeting that we're going to have in the next 15 minutes. Okay. Here's another version of that. Hello, hello, James. I, I just came in to talk about um, the, the, the points on the agenda that we're going to discuss uh, at our meeting. Now, Bart, the latter lacked energy. The former yeah, yeah. projected uh-huh. energy. There's confidence that is subliminally conveyed in the energy that we display when we are in any environment, it, and it's real. Because we do influence others just based on the energy that we exude in a particular environment. Plus that, as you exude more energy, people perceive you as being more confident. Let's talk about the body itself. Upright, shoulders back, head high, not slouching, not looking at the floor. Those are nonverbal signals that also convey a sense of confidence. So, Per the mm. individual that you're speaking of, I would suggest you go in and be prepared with anticipated answers to anticipated questions that might be posed to her. Ah, and the more she can absolutely. prepare for that, the better she can influence the person that she's seeking assistance from. That's great. Well, I, I, you, you helped me because uh, I, I'm, I'm just going to put aside my whole hot pink wardrobe that I had in mind for, for, for making the sales pitch. Uh, that's good. And, the, and the, probably the feathers and the loincloth are out, too. Uh, I, I need to get that calm confidence of a Christian with four aces. Uh, anyway, moving on, trying to be serious here. If, if our friend's boss is wise, you know, he's going to realize that the people are the greatest asset in his firm, and he's going to give this lady some solid consideration. And to that same point, Greg, I understand that you have already, on your, on your high-heaped plate, taken on another leader training challenge. You are the regional director, and of, in fact, you're, you're founding the New York chapter of a budding and burgeoning Leadership USA. Could you tell us uh, a, a little bit about Leadership Who? Well, actually, just tell us, whom does Leadership USA serve, and what is it serving to them? Well, first of all, it is going to be a portal, if you wish, and a live seminar environment whereby not only leaders, those that, that are in the C-suite, but anyone that perceives themselves as a leader can come and get additional insights to enhance their leadership abilities. We're talking about negotiation and reading body language as an example. A lot of people do not understand the importance of being able to negotiate plays and how it plays in their opportunities to advance. That's going to be a topic matter that's discussed. What are the psychological Mm -hmm. thought processes that occur when people are interacting with one another? We're going to cover an array of subject matter, and these individuals are those that will have what's known as their CSP, Certified Speaking Professionals, and or those Mm -hmm. that are CPAEs, Council of Peers Awards of Excellence recipients, that literally speak worldwide in their areas of expertise. It is going to be. So what you're telling me, Greg, is that we're going to get, I'm sorry, I was just going to say that we're going to get world-class speaking at at a lower, at a priceable priceable level for people, right? Well, not only that, you always have to put 
some type of thought process into the value of knowledge. And in this case, not only will it be a low entry point, but at the same time, it's going to be fantastic per the insights that one will gather as they actually come into the Leadership USA environment. And Bart, uh, let's uh, be very transparent here now. You're going to be the uh, CBO of that new venture. Tell us about that. (laughs) Well, uh, yes, I have. There, there is I, a CPO uh, seduced every minute, and I am one. And uh, Greg has brought me on uh, to Leadership USA as Chief Business Officer. And to be fair, we are working very hard to try to give this uh, to give just better tools. Uh, we work on the radio to do it, and if we can bring in better peoples, my feeling is if I can say to your company. Here's here's a way to raise your sales 20%, or here's five good solid ideas for your people to uh, and and the motivation to get them going on it that is, it's going to make you grow. Uh, what the heck? Give me a barrel of that whiskey. I'll I'll buy in. And so that now, Greg, that as I understand good. it, Le- <laughs> Leadership USA. It was started by a cohort of yours, Laura Stack, uh, uh, and the New York chapters. The first one east of the Mississippi. Uh, so you uh, tell us a little bit about um, what you're going to be. You, you've told us a little about what you're going to be bringing. Who should take a look at this, and and who might be uh, who might want to get uh, in touch and and get the get the growth. Well, again, those that are seeking to rise higher, no matter what point they are in life right now, it's going to be for those individuals. Number one, and it's the Leadership USA region that we are actually addressing because we will draw people from not only the Connecticut, New York, New Jersey area, Delaware, possibly from Philadelphia. And I say all of that simply to say it's going to be a potpourri of knowledge that one can amass oneself in in order to enhance one's environment. Be that individual, and I'm serious about this, a clerk in the entry level of the mailroom because where you are in life today does not mean you're going to be there tomorrow. And again, it goes all the way up to the sea level. Now, Bart, some would say, oh, my gosh, I don't want to necessarily be with the clerk in the mailroom or I don't want to necessarily be with the CEO. Well, it's not a title that you'll be involved with. It's a mindset, a mindset that says I'm here to grow, and that's what we're presenting, growth okay. in the form of knowledge that's, for those individuals that are in attendance. That's good because I, I tell you, Greg, I, I was all set to say, you know, I, I – we are a we as the business community is a wash in leadership seminars. I've got your email and mine get dozens of books and webinars and conferences to all telling me that uh, the same old shop worn talk fests about uh, leadership. So you've given us a hint. Could you give us one or two things that are really going to make Leadership USA unique and brush away all the chaff that comes at us? It's the faculty. Again, now, Bart, I've been around the game for quite a number of years. Uh, one could say decades, but we're not going to say centuries. I well, say let, that let's not say, say decades. <laughs> yeah, okay. But, but, but my point is, I've attended countless number of seminars in the past, and some seminar companies literally will hire uh, a trainee that's 
fresh out of college, no knock against those type of individuals, but obviously they have a certain level of knowledge based on the experiences that they've encountered. Leadership USA, on the other hand, again, will have world-class experts speaking upon their topics of expertise. That is a differentiating feature that will not, cannot be found in any other environment. Now, let me add, uh, add one more thing uh, to that. Okay. These, indi- yeah. these individuals are folks that are accustomed to getting anywhere from fifteen to $50,000 per engagement. And think about it. If you could partake in a live environment of such expertise for literally pennies compared to the numbers I just cited, you all, you're already ahead of the game, and the knowledge that you'll obtain in such an environment will put you even further ahead in the game. Okay, this is good. I think, Mr. Williams, you got me. You convinced me. I wanna. I want my business to grow. I want my people to do more for me, and I want to. So, how do I sign up? When's the first well, meeting? Mark, how do I contact you for further questions? What do I do? Well, as a, ma- <laughs> as a matter of fact, Mark, our kickoff meeting <laughs> is December the 12th. And I okay. know your listeners will be able to literally reach right back to you to get more information about that. So that's one of those. Stay tuned for more. Info at BartsBooks.com. Okay. Uh, and with – all that, uh, I think it's after all we've run through this it's, uh, and made the negotiating chessboard and open up great avenues of opportunity. So why don't we take a gentle pause and partake of a brief sorbet from our Feast of Wisdom and allow me to introduce you the company by whose good graces we're here today. And the first is Man Consulting, that's M-A-H-N. And it's the team that uh, for over a decade has been listed as one of the top recruiters of C-suite and legal talent uh, on this third rock from the sun. And just let me explain to you, Mrs. Miss Sharon Mann is the very best at providing corporations and globally talented individuals with what each one needs. She is a person of generosity and perception and character. She is the toast of New York, and she is the toast of New York because she gives, she cares, and she is just plain expert at what she does. So call Sharon Mann at Mann Consulting and find out where your life really does belong. That's mahnconsulting.com and see if uh, you really want to play a little higher. And secondly is allow me to present to you... uh, our second sponsor, Prometheus Publishing, and they would like you to realize that the greatest wisdom soars your way on the wings of laughter. So if you could take a look at two of their books, the 101 and the 102 Best Business Quips book, I I just have to give you these, listen to these testimonials. One says, it's a shame they no longer ban books in Boston. That was Don Matthews. U.S. One newspaper wrote, absurd and appalling. It's somewhat accurate. I mean, you just can't get more stellar uh, reviews than that. At any rate, if you like, if you need a little laughter, just go to BartsBooks.com, and the quips are there waiting. So uh, uh, let's turn back to uh, business masters who have both laughter and a little saber-slashing negotiating skill. Mr. Greg Williams, uh, expert at, at the master negotiator and expert in body language. Now, Greg, getting back to uh, some other uh, 
sticky negotiating problems, let's look at pricing for a moment. Uh, we have one fellow who is an owner of an independent graphic arts firm. He says he's always bringing in new clients, and, and they really just have no understanding of the work and time involved, which is true of a lot of independents. So right now, he's been called on to do some artwork for a large picture book, apparently. The publisher says if he likes our designer's work, this could lead to more series of jobs. Uh, and they're out there to try to... and. And they're right now entering into the pricing negotiations. Have you got any suggestions for a graphic artist? Yeah, definitely so. And I will respect you in the morning. No, I say that to say <laughs> be careful of future <laughs> be careful of future promises anytime you're in a negotiation. Uh what was the old cliche about uh, can you lend me fifteen cents for a hamburger or not for a dollar today to, or, or no whatever it was, Bart. Oh gosh, I'm yeah. really showing my age now. But but here's the point. All right. The point is what is the value proposition that you are really uh. engaged in? Is it one whereby, hey, I want a graphic artist to do X, Y, Z? Why? Okay. How mm -hmm. soon? What does this mean to you as per whatever value you're really trying to obtain for it, per the value you're trying to, to display to others? In addition, if you have to, because of for whatever reasons, enter into an agreement whereby you're going to get uh, $1,000 tomorrow for doing something, but you'll only get $500 today for the first phase of it, and thus it's in a two-phase yeah. environment, get the $1,000 sure. first and then offer the discount if the invent, uh, endeavor goes into the second phase. The point is, ah, if you want to reduce good. the possibility of risk, get as much upfront as you possibly can, and thus you shift the risk to the opposing party. Now, let's flip right. that mm -hmm. for a moment, because depending upon to what degree you feel as though your services are so valuable, you may assume the risk and thus allow someone that is more risk-averse to come closer right. towards you, deeper into your environment. So you have to understand the mindset ah. of the individual that you're dealing with, and to the degree that you have time, you position yourself way ahead of time such that you choose those that you want to deal with because they respect the value that you bring to the table versus waiting for anybody to just knock on the door and go, hey, I'll give you 50 cents if you'll give me a drawing or something of that nature. Yeah, right. I got you. you know, you said something, Greg, that I just want to pick up on, and, and I think it's very important. You talked about giving the value proposition, making sure mm -hmm. the person understands this. Rather than saying that they don't care about the work, that's not important, exactly. how hard you have to work, how many hours you have to put in. People, there's a lot of independent people who talk about that, including this, this uh, graphic artist fellow. And that's not the, that's not the issue. The issue, the, the selling point, the turning, the negotiative point that you brought up, the value to the person you're negotiating with. What are you giving him, that's, that, and how does that translate into great value for him? Dive, I'm really glad you brought that up. That was very good. Yes. So. And not only that, Bart, you have to understand that person's value proposition as he perceives it. Hey, in his mind, graphic artists may be a dime a dozen. Not to say that's the case, but if that's his mm -hmm. position, you become a commodity. Well, well hey, that might not yeah. be the person you want to deal with. That might not be yeah, the person yeah. you want to deal with. So. Right. 
your time is your time is precious too, and you can only deal with you really want to only deal with with the best suppliers. Oh, Greg, I I have there's so much more I want to go on, but I do want to get a lot of people uh, of our, our listeners before they want to know uh, they they can't go running to your uh, seminars and things. They want to know how uh, how they can get a hold of some of your negotiative knowledge that they can uh, ma- handle on their own time. In other words, some of the books. Could you give us a title of two of your recent books and, and tell tell our folks where they can get a hold of them? Well, the, excuse me. The most recent one is Body Language Secrets to Win More Negotiations. Uh, as a matter of fact, that book turned one years old. One year old uh, two days ago. I'm currently working oh. on another one right now. Uh, titled Bullying, how to, how to Beat Bullies at Negotiating. Yes, exactly. Um, but, but, Bart, even more so, the books can be purchased, the Body Language Secrets to Win More Negotiations at uh, Bars and Nobles or go online and get it from Amazon.com. And uh, people can always go to www.themasternegotiator, that's T-H-E-M-A-S-T-E-R-N-E-G-O, T-I-A-T-O-R.com, and click on all of the free stuff that I have there. My mission in life is to give knowledge to people such that they can improve their lives, and it's not based on me being reciprocated through dollars. And I say that that's great. very fair perspective, so please take advantage of it. Okay, that's very good, and I'm glad you're doing a book on bullying, and in the and uh, it's something I've always said. You know, bullying is a lot like a washing machine. It only works if you push the right buttons, and you don't need to push. Anyway, I, I, I had to stick that in there. Greg, thanks so much for coming on. We really, I've really had a good time, as always, with your being here. And thank you for having and, me, Bart. Oh, it's, now, it's remember, been fun. you're always negotiating. <laughs> I will indeed. I will indeed. I'm a married man. I know that. Uh, So as we round out today's feast, uh, I am Bart Jackson, your curator of business wisdom, leaving you with today's business quotation, and that is, who said, nothing so needs reforming as other people's habits? (laughs) And as a hint to the author, this uh, steamship pilot knew more about the flowings of the Mississippi River and the huckleberries that floated downstream uh, and human nature than almost any humorist alive. And remember, if you know the author of this quote, just scribble that author's name down as you believe him or her to be and send it right off to info at bartsbooks.com to win an absolutely life and career igniting gift from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. And as a parting shot, in the words of my wife's husband, a leader is not defined by his talent or motivational tricks. The only thing that creates a real leader is the number and the energy of the who willingly follow him. And to you, gleefully sharing our feast, I hope you've enjoyed the Art of the CEO show as much as Greg and I have obviously enjoyed bringing it to you. And remember, you may download this and all our shows at theartoftheceo.com. And finally, to you, who have honored us with your time, may I say, as always, it has been a privilege. I thank you. <laughs>